and you know, um, just just if you want to work a couple services. So actually, the first service that I worked, I was actually 16 years old, and I was I wanted I was um, I think it was early junior year in, in high school, and I worked my first service at uh, Boston Johnson Mortuary, and um, then to talk to uh, Mr. Joseph Johnson and getting the way that he does things and just talking to him, um, talking to him about, you know, him serving the community um, and, you know, how he's been in the community the way they things. It made me want to actually, you know, sit there and give back to my community. And at undertaking, you know, further directing is one of the most overlooked professions right now um, uh, in the world. I mean, um, you know, we deal with things when times are hard, um, we deal with we deal with families during the roughest time, and and the the further directors are are the ones to help the family get through this. So I, and I just wanted to I've always been the person to give back and to help people during the time of need, and just knowing that you know, being a further director um, and an embalmer would be the one to you know to do all of those things. And so that really made me want to go ahead and get into the business. And then once I got started, I didn't stop. Um, I, I started, you know, working. I just started working strictly services. And then um, I, I, um, I had I had time to to um, go to another to go to another firm, and I worked more services, and my footprint was in the store even more. And then I had the opportunity to start my apprenticeship. Um, at Griffin Long, and that really opened the door for me. Um, and so now that I'm in school, uh, all of that stuff has really helped me to get where I need to go. So, what is your what is your ultimate? I mean, the ultimate goal that you're seeking in this in the in the business. My ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to. Um, I want to give back. To my community, just as much as they gave to me, and even more. Um, most people would want to. Most people want to leave Ross County, um, or you know, to go off and uh, do bigger things. And I personally agree. I personally agree that I agree with most people. You can do big things right here in your hometown, and I believe, and that's something that I want to do. I want to do big things right here in my hometown. I believe. Um, and as I said before in other interviews that I've had with, with people, there there's always been a separation in between the community between across the county. And I believe that I bring that together in front of service. And and even right now, um, from the time that I, I I've been where I'm at now, um, I can see the communities actually um merge together and I can see the future of the communities merging together and and I want to be what the people want. And I want to be what the people need. Um, so my ultimate goal is just bring all kind of communities together and give back to my community um, as much as they gave into me and even more. So when you say when you say you want to see the community together, so you're saying, you know, based on how the community is right now, it's hard just to say um, when somebody passes away. You know, you have a certain part of town where people are buried that are, you know, you know, predominantly African American, and then you have a section where you know, maybe just the, the Caucasian people, you know, community members. And then you have one that's, then you have, then you have a, a location where it's just, I guess, anybody that wants to be buried can be buried there. So are you saying you, you would like to see, and also just, you know, um, the, the funeral home 
a funeral home or, you know, locations just not uh, doing services just for a certain group of people, but you want to see a service where we where you're servicing everybody. Is that basically right. what you're saying? Yes. And, 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 yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying that I want to, you know, as of now, um, I, I see the, um, the division in between um, the African-American community, they, they, they choose to use predominantly African-American funeral homes. Uh, in the Caucasian community, they use the um, Caucasian funeral homes. And I feel like that's, that's something that should honestly go away. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's something that honestly takes time because it, it has been that way since the beginning of funeral services. It, it, has, always been, it has always been divided. And... Just, you know, talking to, to other people or people that I've worked with, and they totally agree. And, you know, most people say, well, you know, um, it's going to be hard for that to happen. Now, I agree. It is going to be hard for that to happen. But it's going to take somebody that actually wants it to happen and some and people to help that person that, that has the same vision for it to happen. And I well, it now, um, and, 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 I, and, and I talk to, and I talk to, um, I talk to, all the time about the situation and, and, and Billy tends to have the same vision um, with me and we want the communities to, to actually get together and get together and let there not be a division and you know in the federal service community um, yes they we want people to go what they please but we also don't want them to feel like hey um, since I'm African American, I have to use African American friend home. Or since I'm Caucasian, I have to use Caucasian friend home. Um, I, that that personally doesn't feel well with me. And yeah. So I, and I just wanted to be the change to to, to actually bring the, those communities together. Well, it sounds like you have a plan on being that change agent. And um, once you get through with um, school, I mean, your your you know your internship. You know, you have an internship with a, you know, well-known, um, you know, funeral home service here in our city. And so, um, and, you know, you have, you, you just have the opportunity to, to probably to make that change, you know. And so, like I said, it's probably not going to be easy, but I just, you know, I do feel like that you have, you know, the, you know, desire and then you have the energy to, you know, to maybe, you know, work on making that a change because it is a change. It is a mindset change. You know, like you said, it's been like that for years and maybe it's going to take a young person like you to change that mindset, you know, getting, getting, getting into the ear of some, maybe some young people your age, you know, or, you know, families that as they, you know, you know, they, new families come here and, you know, young families and then just, you know, seeing that, showing that, you know, that, that change in the atmosphere. And so you just have, you know, I just think you have that potential to do that. So, um, do you, are you, um, are you out motivating, you know, young people your age, you know, maybe to let, let, let them, uh, have them, let them think about getting into the same kind of career path as you've taken? Have you talked to any other young people? Because do you go to career, uh, career days or, you know, career, you know, fair days and career, you know, career days to, to uh, kind of, you know, to encourage young people to maybe look into this, this kind of, that kind of business? Yes, ma'am. Um, I, and I, I actually do. And anytime I encounter a young person, you know, they always ask me, um, or if there's somebody, you know, I, I ran track with in school, or some of the little kids that looked up to me in high school, and I see them in the store, and I see them, you know, around town, they always ask me, why are you dressed up? Are you going to church? Um, why do you have on a suit and tie? And, and, and I told them what I do, and they were 
oh, that's really cool. And I'm like, yeah, it's really cool. But the reason why I do this is because, you know, at some point, and, and, and it's harsh, and sometimes it's harsh for, you know, me saying it, at some point, you're going to need me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I feel like, you know, just being a person that somebody will need is it's good enough to, to tell a little person or good enough to tell the young So when I see them, I'll be like, I'm someone that I'm needs. And, and, and I tell them what I do. And I, and I also tell them that not everybody can do this. Yeah. And, you know, um, most people think it's weird. Most people think, you know, I'm crazy because what I do. And, and, and I tell the little ones, I said, it's not something that you just wake up one day and want to do. It's something that you have to think about. And it's something, uh, not only do you have to think about it, you have to pray about it. And, yeah. and you know, I, I tell them if, if you if you not mentally, you have to be mentally um, strong in, in order to do this. And so, and, and that's what I tell the little ones. And when I go to career day, you know, I don't go into details. You know, I, I'll just bring, you know, I'll bring a skull um, that I've reconstructed. I bring a little cosmetic, and I show them what can be done, and and so just the art of of being a funeral director is what the kids really love, and so when when I do talk to them, I just talk to them about the art of funeral um, directing, and and we're needed, honestly. Yeah, uh, you got, and and your business is considered a, a essential um, business. You know, that, you know, death doesn't stop, and so. You know, especially now with, I mean, I've just, I've seen on, you know, on the news and how, like, up in New York and how, you know, they were, you know, even calling for people to go to, people that were in that, in your business, go to New York to help with, you know, with, you know, with the services because there were so many people that were passing away from COVID-19. And so, um, especially now, you know, with COVID-19 being um, in existence, you know, you guys are truly, truly busy, you know, busy, unfortunately, busy, you know. So do you are you do you have any fear in you especially with COVID nineteen? Is there any fear? Um, at, at, at the beginning, you know, there there was questions and and you know just talking and talking to the uh, to our um, our county leaders and everything about the situation that's going on. We address our you know our concerns and our questions, and we let them know. Well, we inform them of you know what what our our associations were requiring and the question that our associations ask. And, but there now there really isn't any, you know, questions or any fears now, um, you know, um, after, you know, we really wasn't impacted hard here um, in the Valley County, but, you know, talking to our colleagues and you know, our friends that are in other towns that, that dealt with it, um, you know, they, they gave us, you know, protocols and everything that, you know, should be done with the COVID and, the, the, the fear is gone, and so we know how to um, prepare for it, and, you know, we know how to um, get ready for it. Um, if, if we do get a case. Um, we're grateful that we didn't have a, um, that we didn't have a case. Um, our firm didn't have a case, so I really haven't dealt with any COVID cases um, since the pandemic has. Uh, and some, of the, some of the other cities. So you guys are well prepared just in case um, you do yeah. have to come and you have to encounter you know, maybe somebody that passed away from COVID-19. So that, 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 that's good, you know, to be, you know, I said, be aware and you can, I said, you communicate with the county uh, county officials just to make sure that you guys stay in, a loop, stay in the loop with what's going on. But, David, um, you know, I'm so excited that, um, you know, you're on that the pathway, you know, with your education and all that. And I know that 
um, you know, your future is bright and just to see, you know, that you're going to be the, you know, the, be the change agent to change you know, the mindset of, you know, our community. And, uh, you know, I, I look, I mean, I look, just, I just, you know, see that you're going to, you know, we're going to see a change, a change in that type of atmosphere. And so I'm going to give you the opportunity and I, and I want to say, I want to, you know, just thank you for accepting, you know, the invitation to be on, um, Canada Fix podcast. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to, um, give a shout out to anybody out in the uh, listening audience that you would like to give a shout out to. Okay. Um, um, thank you for, thank you for inviting me. And, um, I want to, I just want to thank, um, everyone that has actually helped me, uh, along the way. I want to thank my dad, uh, it's Morton. Um, I want to thank, um, Good Round Funeral Home for accepting me, um, through the doors and actually, you know, letting me, um, do everything that needs to be done to, me along with my career. Um, I want to actually, you know, thank even the other center homes that I've actually um, worked for that I've actually, you know, sat down and talked to. Mr. Joseph Johnson, I know that if I have any questions, I can always call him. Beverly Weatherall with Superior Care. Um, Delontre Chambers with Superior Care. He's, he, he's a great friend of mine. I know if I need anything with him, I can always call. Thankful to all the people that, that always see me around town and congratulate me on what I do. Um, and the community of Parsons County, um, I want to thank, the, thank those guys for, um, for just being there. And, um, and I say all the time, Parsons County has a great community. And when they have good people, they, can, they make sure they recognize them. And uh, they make sure they give them the kudos for everything that they do. So those are all of my... I just want to thank um, everyone for everything that they've done. I think that, that you know, the, the people here, of course, Canada, they see, you know, your potential to be successful. And so they've been, you know, everybody's in, you know, in your corner rooting for you. And so, you know, they, when you actually get your certification uh, as a uh, director, you know, they're going to be like, you know, potting you. And so, um, you know, I just wish you nothing but success in your career. And like you said, you know, just, you know, you know, you want to, you know, you say you have a desire to give back to your community, and so maybe, but you know, maybe once you once you get down with, with your schooling and all that, like you, you come back and you make sure that you're telling our young, your young people, you know, about what you do, and then you also just, you know, give back and you know, just be seen and you know, let, let them know that you know what you're, you know, you're, you're a product of Corsicana, you know, and so um, I, I really uh, looking forward to to to, see, to seeing you in that, you know, in that atmosphere. And so, once again, I want to thank you so much for um, being on Canada Speaks Podcast. And um, anything else you want to say? No, ma'am, I'm all good. All right, then. Well, thank you so much for, um, you know, being on the on the podcast. Um, we'll, you know, Aaron's going to put, Aaron will probably push it out sometime the next day or so. So, um, okay. I'll, I'll make sure I'll let you know when it, when it, when it uh, is out there so you can listen okay. to it. All right? All right. All right. Good night. Thank you, and uh, listening audience, thank you so much for listening to Canada's Big Podcast, and you have a good night. Canada Girl Speaks Podcast is recorded at Shred Shed Studio. Shred Shed Studio, where you get big city production at small town prices. Recording, mixing, mastering, guitar instruction, production, and songwriting. Find out more at shredshedstudio.com. Or email your inquiries to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, 
at shredshedstudio.com, the premier music studio in Corsicana, Texas. <laughs>